take the jab. Everyone else just took it because you had to pay out of your own pocket to get tested every week to go to work. And if you didn't, then you couldn't work. And he expressed to me how one day he, in the morning, something happened. <clears throat> he was late. He's like, oh, I'll do it after work. You know, I just have to turn it in. And they came down to him and they were like, yo, you know, whatever. And then he called the pharmacist and said, can you just say I did it and I'll pop in later? And they, and some other people overheard him saying that and they, um, scam likely. And um, I'm leaving it on now. So that way I know when there's hot mics. <laughs> but um, yeah. But anyway, he said that people were getting rewards for snitching on people too. So someone heard that conversation and snitched on him saying that he called the pharmacist to say, just give me the document. I will be in there because he was religiously going in there every freaking week. I think it was something about uh, in the morning with uh, the car or I, I don't remember what he said. But the, 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 the sauce of the matter is that people were getting rewarded getting snitched on. And then my cousin after her second jab is when she had issues. And I was like, all right, so then you didn't take it on. He was like, no, she's so stupid. She took a third one. And I'm like, see, people don't seem to understand. You tell your family, right? Not all of them listen. You know, they just want to, oh, I just wanted it to be easy. Obviously my, 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 my niece, that niece named after me didn't get it. But my other two nieces, they did. The ones named after me. And I'm like so devastated because they're so young. And I'm like, why would you do that? You know, but they have brainwashed them to the point that they, that, that they actually think that they're all going to die. And um, as we were talking, I was thinking to myself, the curfews make sense. Because um, since it was aerosolized, whatever it was that was causing the issues of what they call now RSV, and if you remember correctly, you know I have a shit ton of documentation from late 2016 and 2017 of victims of train drivers bringing tankers from China through the Canadian border that got sick with a weird breathing disease that they misdiagnosed either as RADS or, you know, uh, RSV. I got all that shit with the blood work. And I have memos from Dr. Pachenko at Jewish National from Colorado, who's the leading one on anything that has to do with breathing and lungs and shit. And that's why what, what's bizarre is, has anyone in the CDC quoted her? She's like the best in the world. Like, I'm not joking. Like, if you've got lung cancer, freaking allergies, you want to go to Jewish National and find Dr. Pachenko. Well, here's something. I don't know if this is related, but I think it's kind of weird. One time, Millie was at the doctor, and they wanted to test her to see what her her antibodies were. Like, you know, what? Oh, the IgGs and stuff. Yeah, because and people so, are getting fucked with that. So when they tested her, they're like, oh, you should get a, a chicken pox vaccine because we you're. Don't. And Millie's like, no, I had chicken pox when I was a kid. Right. Okay. And we started wondering when they're testing <laughs> people to find out what virus they have, are they actually they testing, testing for everything? What, right. So what's weird is um, Josh had to recently go get get checked out because he had a cold and they tested him nothing they could none of their tests showed anything and what i'm wondering is because he just, didn't get anything i'm wondering if all they're actually testing for is what vaccines you've actually had so if you've actually well, had regular that, vaccine right then they're going to be able to find that in you because it's kind of trippy if you think about why would you have anything residual residual in your body that you could find with a test if your immune system well, I got a load of shit in the Navy, like yellow fever and fucking all this other stuff. Um, but you know what I had a nightmare about yesterday? Mm -hmm. That someone gave me a flu vaccine without my permission. Oh, my gosh. I just remembered that. 
And I was so angry and I wanted to sue them, but they gave me a flu vaccine. I'm telling you, I, you know, this surgery I think is like freaking me out because I'm like, that's how they took out Joan Rivers. And it's like, I, I don't want anything except for someone like you or whatever. Just take shifts. Anybody that walks into the room, even if you took a picture of them before, you take a picture of them again. What are you going in there to do? What are you going to give her? You know, hey, that's should, it. Just sit outside and just be like, picture, picture, picture. We picture. should just have a live stream of the door. <laughs> <laughs> because that's the only thing. But I dreamt that someone gave me the flu vaccine and that was a problem. And I, that was actually last night that I had a nightmare that someone gave me a flu vaccine. And I was like, oh my God, you're totally, now I'm dead. Like I'm going to die now. You know, that was the idea I had. And I was so devastated. Um, you know, but then biscuit came and purred and I put something on YouTube. No, he did. He didn't hump the, he has his, where's his, where's his wolf? Yeah. He has like, no, he has like this. So he has it. Hera had gone to some band camp, right. In Oregon. And she had gotten something that happened to band camp. No. And she had gotten like this little wolf, right. For Phoebe. And that's been biscuits wolf ever since it's been like his wolf for like over 10 years. That's like his thing. And someone actually put it on my bed. And I was like, don't put that shit on my bed. I don't want that on my bed. Take it away. I don't want it. Because it's like all crusty and stuff. And sometimes I'll pick it up with gloves and wash it. And then he won't touch it for a while. If you threw it at another cat, could it get pregnant? I don't know. <laughs> but I think it's because he, he does that because he has that little feline lower uterine uh, tract disease. I can't see all the thing, um, you know. All right. So what? I literally had the same dream last week that someone gave me a shot that I didn't want. Oh, wow. See, these are delayed because I can't see all the feeds because I'm using the, the restream thing, right. right? And they don't have the chats. So I have to put it on. But, um, you know, another thing I just want to say before we start on the J6 stuff, another thing my 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 cousin and her husband said was that a lot of young people are dying and no one's kind of making the connection, you know, and they're, Oh yeah. Just a coincidence. Oh, let's guess. Uh, they call it like sudden heart death syndrome strokes. We're talking between their twenties and their fifties. They're just drying, dropping like flies, you know? And it's like, everybody knows, but nobody wants to say it kind of thing. And it's really bad. Um, you know, and then another thing, you know, we went into with my cousin was, you know, that my mom's not doing so well. So I'll probably never see my mom again. And and I don't think people understand that because when I blew the whistle years ago, right, that totally disabled me from leaving my country without being nabbed for espionage. And I think, you know, people are like grifter and shit. And it's like, bitch, my mother dies. I don't get to see her. And you're sitting here. You know, I don't think people realize that. No, I know what you mean. It's... When you get used to living in the United States, <clears throat> you don't really realize how hardcore things are in Europe and other places until you travel there. And yeah, I don't see, honestly, based on just what I've seen traveling with contractors overseas and what we would go through, like, you know. Remember the anal swabs? Well, no, I just remember going through. Oh, I'm talking about COVID. You no, know, but I, yeah, if you went through, I could see if you went. If you went to London, you would definitely get stuck there. I, I, I you know, um, another thing he said is that when they were coming here, they told him that he couldn't go. My, my, my cousin's 
husband, John, they said, you can't come in. You need your vaccine. He's like, oh, I, I have a clean test. They're like, no, you can't go. He's like, I'm an American. They're like, oh, okay, then you can go, which is really weird because nobody else, no other citizenship is allowed to enter the country in the United States unvaccinated with just a test than Americans. Because we're the only ones with, with rights. Everybody on else paper. Exactly. On paper, right? Exactly. And that's something that I've been st stressing for a long time. The thing that terrifies me is when my niece comes over, she's 14. And she hasn't gotten the vaccine. Does that apply to kids too? And it's like, it's not like she could get citizenship because she's not an American citizen, even though, you know, right. her, her, her stepdad is right. She can't. And I'm like, and that terrifies me, you know, that she'll have to take something to be able to come here, you know, and, and that's something that I need to see how that can be addressed, you know, on children. Maybe they can ask those questions. At I, the embassy. Would look, I don't know. I would look at the statutes that the left use with illegal immigration. Oh, shit. That's to a good basically one. basically extend that over to someone's. That's migrating. Yeah. Well, I hope that they move here. I'd like to have my cousin. I grew up with them, you know. Because I honestly, I don't, I mean, I may be wrong, but I don't see how the United States can force. They're not forcing illegals, but they're forcing legal ones. I don't know if they're going to, but I, but I don't see how the United <laughs> States government could force a vaccine on a person who's a citizen of another country. No, but it's not, uh, uh, you know what? That is, that is, I think it's stipulations. to. No, but it's not, you know what? That is, that is, I think it's stipulations to enter the country so they can do well, it that way. Let me ask way. you this. Does Greece recognize UNESCO's, uh, that human rights thing that those guys when we were yeah but that's going to be so messy i i i think that's a question that's the something Nuremberg that i should thing. discuss yeah. yeah but that's something that i should discuss with them later today like um when i see them you know to kind of see like you know when you do your paperwork right because it's it's not a big deal they've been married right it's not like they're you know whatever so it's like you know she has to do like her tb test and whatever and then she can get like a resident alien card but I'm more concerned about my niece. Forget my cousin. You know, she's been all over the world. You know, um, she loves to travel. I think she's my only cousin that loves to travel so much. Like, I think she got to travel. But, you know, I'm the odd sheep in my family because I'm, like, the shortest one. Everyone, all, I have two professional basketball players, volleyball players, soccer They're all big, strong, tall athletes. We're talking, like, 2.10 in meters. So that's, like, seven feet. My cousin... Joanne, she's like tall. She's like almost six feet. So it's like, you know, I'm a midget compared to everyone. I got the <laughs> short straw. I got the short everything. Um, I'm I'm the the fun size member of the family, and you know that's that that's that. But um, I I, I think I need to talk to her about that because that's concerning for me to impose it on the child and therefore violating the parental rights of the parent. But on the other hand, the U S government has every right to do it considering that these are their border policies. So once they've set up border policies, you know, they could say you can't come in. I mean, it would be stupid if they said you can't come in with red hair, red, redheads are not allowed, but if it's their policy, they can uphold it no matter how racist it might sound. So it's like, this is medical discrimination, but I'm thinking, is there a line that they draw? Do they allow minors, you know, or something like that? I don't know. Um, that's something that they need to examine because that terrifies me. 
are they forcing the illegals to get vaccinated? No, they're not. Well, illegals then, are unvaccinated. I know, policy. but but that's the that's the thing. I don't know how you do that without causing waves and disbarring people, you know? And we were having conversations and I was telling them, you know, how stupid some people are when I interpret for like DHS or USCIS. When people fly into our country or they're in our airspace, they literally download all your text messages. There's a lot of people log into like the Wi-Fi and shit like that. Like on the airplane, yeah. like free. Free, free Wi-Fi. Wi yeah. And that's why I have two devices. I have one that I don't give a shit if you're looking. And the other one's like, I do give a shit if you're looking, right? So one device is like, fuck you. Have at it. Right. And that's the one that I have for like backgammon apps and other stupid shit. Right. But it's like when you see people logging on, what they don't realize is they're reading all the messages. I, I can't, I can't stress enough. However, a decade ago I was interpreting and there was a guy that they busted that had kept coming to the States on his ESTA visa. And he came like for like two months, three months, and then he'd leave again, which is like the max that you could stay. He would come and work and then leave. Now you're not allowed to work in America if you're here on a vacation visa, especially if you don't have a social security number. So you're fucked. You, they catch you, you're never coming in. So this guy never got caught. But what they did was they caught his text messages. So there he is, and they stop him, and they, why are you entering into the country? Blah, 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 blah. And then I'm getting a download of a file. It's all his freaking Facebook text messages, and I'm reading this shit, and I'm like, oh, shit. So there's a chat agent you know, cause I'm the interpreter. So I'm interpreting for this, uh, customs agent. And at the same time, I'm multitasking where I got the text guy telling me what page to go to, what he's referring to. So I'm like, damn, this dude is so busted. And the thing is they use Google translate at first. So they know if they should stop him. because unfortunately, no matter how good you think AI is, uh, natural language, they cannot interpret correctly. So this is where they need the human element, right? And the guy was like, yeah, I'm just here, you know, seeing my uncle and whatnot. He's the guy, this is his phone number. He's like, so you're not coming to work, right? He's like, no, no, no. He's like, do you remember last year when you were here, how you went to work in Florida and you worked at the restaurant there, you made a couple thousand dollars. He just, you know, and you hear silence. And he's like, no, um, no. What are you talking about? He goes, I'm referring to this text message. And then I get prompted to read it. And he's like, and he's like, you do understand this is a digital world, right? And we do not allow people to come in. And I'm like, that was 10 years ago. So imagine where it is now. You know, like for my audience, I had taken pictures of Delta. Now you don't need your boarding pass. They just look at your face and you walk on. You know, and I was preemptively warning people. And I was also telling people, hey, you know, you should get with your local airports and find out who owns them and take control of that shit, right? It's not the federal government. That's why whenever I would hear federal regulations, it's like, fuck you, you're a municipality. You can't, you can't enforce shit unless you allow it, right? Because you're independent and you have sovereignty, but people allow it to happen. And it's like, there's so much, oh, Tori, you should spell it out or do something. It's like, how much shit am I going to do by myself? You would expect that other journalists or other people that are more activist journalists or actual patriots would put it together and do something and they're not. You know, we are still free on paper. These are all remedies. If if a group of people got together and said to their city of Tampa, no, do not play this recording. This is brainwash recording. There may be federal regulations of what you can bring on the plane, but you can't tell us what we can do in the airport, right? Because that's your own federal bullshit that's unconstitutional and we won't take it because in Florida, this, right? It would have been done and dusted. You go to your city council. Like people don't understand just how easy it is to get to their city councils and fuck shit up completely. For everyone. 
hundred percent. People acquiesce to a presumption of having to ask permission when the reality is they're the ones that can't act without our permission. So the irony is, is all of this system was set up voluntarily so that we actually choose our way into it. It's just like the terms of service on all the applications that scrape our data. We're accepting those terms. Well, that's manufactured consent. Exactly. Right? So uh -huh. they kind of tell you and it's okay. Like Kim.com was like, oh my God, with the X-Files thing, have you seen that video? Where it like tells them about this vaccine that goes in and it Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. And he's like, damn, they knew. And I'm like, hey, I'm the script writer. What's up? And it's like, you know, everyone thought whatever. And it's like, um, did they not watch Enjoy the Show? Did they not see that the agents do it? Sometimes we drop scripts on the down low to warn people. You know, people, time travel. No, we drop scripts to warn people or to get manufactured consent. Oh, we already told you, but that's the X-File. But we already told you. It's They use it as manufactured consent. Suggestion. Just, yeah, well... And then people are like, oh, this is going to happen. And then, no, then it falls into the realm of it, it works really well. Mm -hmm. Because if you tell people the future, you're warning the people that could see past the shit, right? But then on the other hand, to the normies, you're making it fall into conspiracy pocket. So when it happens, they ignore it. And then you go into like Correct. the rabid, you know, devout, you know, slaves that just listen. And at that point, they're like, well, they told us, so it's whatever. I'm comfortable though, you know, so it works in, in many ways. So even if you warn people, it only warns the people that can actually use the six inches between their ears. Like my cousin's husband, I don't expect I looking at him. You would expect he's just like a yes, man. Right. Dude, the guy's woke as shit. He was like, I was watching videos. He's not, he's just a security guy, you know, on the floors of casinos, like not a big deal. That's another thing I wanted to tell you. So I found out. So the casino, you're going to be like, why are you talking about this? Club Hotel Casino in Greece is one of the very few seven-star hotels and casinos. Has its own marina. It's owned by an Israeli Cohen family, like super powerful, very -E rich. Very. Uh, let's just let's just let's just say very powerful, very rich, very uh, pro-freedom Israeli intelligence, and they sold it. Why would you sell a moneymaker in the Mediterranean with your own private marina to a bunch of Irish people? Think about it. Why are they pulling out? What do they know? Because, see, one thing that I've always noticed is, like, you know, when um, Amazon moved its shipping centers from where it was on the West Coast and moved them to Kentucky, United Healthcare, Humana moved to Kentucky. I'm like, all right, so they, they're investing in places they know will be fruitful for at least a couple decades, right? You don't invest in moving right. all your operations somewhere if it's going to fail. Musk leaving California. There I you go. You and everything. he went to, well, he made his own Elon town too. <laughs> so, yeah. Oh my God. Don't even get me started on that. Oh. Uh, but I'm just saying. I've had private conversations <laughs> that I can't repeat, but I can talk around about people need to be actually prepared for when the billionaire class opens up actual cities that, you know, like the plan is to collapse the United States and it's taken over by billionaires that have districts. And then you become a, 
a citizen or membership of that district, and then you have to abide by their rules. They're extra constitutional. Well, like that shit's being built out all over. I'll the tell place. you, back in back in '96, right before I went in the Navy, you know, I was working for mm -hmm. the government, and my job was to survey threats that they had. Right, mm -hmm. so we would sit down at one of the annexes in Athens, and they would like show me patterns. And I told them, and I raised the alarm about this Jewish company coming in, right, from Israel that are Mossad tied, but not anti-freedom Mossad, because there's a lot of factions, right? Just like Correct. in the U.S., we can't paint a broad brush. And that's there's the like, problem with conspiracy There's the ones, I know, they, yeah, the conspiracy. There's the ones that are like, yeah, we're the best, and we're going to have 2,000 virgins, and everyone needs to burn in hell. Then there's the moderates. Then there's, you know, the ones that are like, nah, man, we should all be pro-freedom. That's that's the way of our life, you know, whatever. So they're, they're the good guys. That's that's the type mm -hmm. of Cohen family I'm talking about, right? And they're really good guys. Um, I actually met them. So as a kid, because of proximity, right? Nothing else. And I raised the alarms because the concern that I had is that they were building this marina and casino with top tech flanking the, the only military base that Greece has where they train builders to build bridges and hear me out. So say you're out in the field, right? These are for your special forces, right? You're out in the field and you need to cross a river. You need to build a bridge real quick to get equipment over tanks, people, everything, right? Or a ravine or something. It's by the canal, you know? And so that's highly secure. And I'm like, they're literally flanking it, right? Obviously that was open source information. It wasn't classified or anything, but I did raise the alarms on that. When my dad heard it back then, he's like, oh shit, uh, your granddad had a farm there. I'm going to put in some asphalt and make a shit ton of money making parking lots because they won't have the time to build their own underground parking lot. And he did, he made a fortune on it. My, my dad was a genius, but obviously he worked for the agency too. So I, you know, <laughs> you know, but that raised the alarm that they come in proximity to see things. And a lot of people don't see that far ahead. And so the fact that this company just sold one of the seven star hotels and casinos on the planet to these Irish idiots from Ireland that, you know, what are they doing? Which means how much did they get it for? How did the Irish get money? My inkling is Silicon Valley is in California, right? This is my inkling right? Where else are they? They're in Ireland. PayPal's customer service is in Ireland. Facebook is in Ireland. YouTube is in Ireland. They have big, big headquarters in Europe. So what are they doing taking that domain? They laid off a shit ton of people. And that's why John was like, fuck it, I'm moving back to the States. Honey, we're moving back to the States, right? So the question is, why would they buy that prime piece of land, which is in the Gulf, which gives them access to Asia and the Mediterranean, right? Because that was a man-made canal that was done in the 1800s. So people don't have to go around all of Greece to go to the other side from Asia, but to go through. And I'm like, and I bungeed through there too. That shit's scary. I have a guess. <laughs> Tell me. But there's a backbone that runs through there. Well, I'm thinking like this is where the war blows out with, you know, Erdogan and they're coming hard and fast. And that was a quick move. So that gives us a predictor just so people understand how you could see the news and see things. You see the predictor that within five years, there's some real shit going down. Because I'll tell you what, early 2000, 
before Greece has gotten into the Euro, this casino place was kidding out with facial recognition. I mean, because most of the technology we have, the FBI got it from fucking Israel, right? They have the best tech. They are, I think they were in that tech way earlier than anybody else was. Hence Qualcomm and, and their advancements in those things, right? One they're the they're genius. The languages and everything. Yeah, well, yeah, they even have the, the, the facial recognition to, not facial recognition to identify you, but facial recognition that could see from your physiognomy if you're a terrorist. How much of a percentage of a terrorist are you just by looking at your oh, face? How convenient. <laughs> right? I, I think I did a video on that like a couple of years ago. Oh, it was when the, the bombing happened in Brussels and the FBI, oh, obviously they found a passport again, right? <laughs> I mean, those bomb-proof passports, like they're crazy. But they identified, the FBI identified them through facial recognition. I'm like, why the hell would the FBI have access to facial recognition of foreign citizens that are from Europe or Saudi Arabia or Qatar or whatever, right? How do you get that? Oh, that's right. Because they have an agreement with this company that has software that it will give your profile. So like if I pulled you up on the computer screen, which you mean a memorandum of understanding like we just saw Atlantic council has with Twitter, Facebook and all them. Wait, Atlantic. You mean the stuff that I was talking about from ages ago that nobody listened to where there's like this guy from the state department supposedly blowing whistles. He's just regurgitating what I've been saying for five years. So it's like, is he regurgitating for me to bite or did he finally grow a spine because someone put him in a corner and he's saying something I call bullshit. I literally call bullshit. He could have talked about that way before when other people were talking about it that were getting killed for it, right? Now he starts talking about EI and the and the and the and the misinformation that I've been talking about for forever in a day, the algos that do it, the memorandums of understanding. Like, you know, and today the only hot mic thing that I think that I saw on locals when I went on, you know, where I rebooted my phone. I went on to start the feed because I wanted to clear the cache. So that way there's no delay in the stream. I have a million apps open. You know, I I do that. Um that's where I realized that we were live because <laughs> it was like, you've been on for like, you know, whatever. I look at the messages. Do you have it? Um, I, I, I did download the video. Um, I downloaded the video and then I deleted it because I don't know when it started recording because I don't remember where were we, where were we in the conversation when I was pre-scheduling it because I had put it up on the stand, you know, that I had by my vase, the charging stand. So I didn't know. But one thing I did say, you know, people were like, you talked about Lindell. And I was like, it's not a bad thing. Like, all the companies do it. That's how they make money through data, right? And 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 that's key. Data is how you make money. So then I go to the fact that we already know open source that in 2009, DARPA entered into contract with Twitter to gain data and allow them to create sock puppets to go in there and steer the conversation about Bradley slash Chelsea Manning, right? And they wanted to sway the public's opinion. So they started to have conversations, right? And so the majority of Twitter's income How is GOV. No, I'm looking at yeah. that. So that to me looks I like published the, that already. the Snowden thing yeah. was a, oh, look, we need to fix this situation with this thing we really want to do. Yeah, you that's why I'm they saying? did it. Mm -hmm. And that's why. So you we know, need to have back doors and all the social media. I don't think Snowden knew he was going to get fucked. No, he was just basically. Going with the script. Correct. And then he was getting fucked. You know? And, and, and it's too bad. You, you, you made your bed lie in it. I can't help you. Right. Um, damn, if someone gives me the flu vaccine, I'm just thinking about the nightmare right now and just like popped up in the front of me. I'll be really upset. 
be really, really upset. I was so pissed in that dream. It just came to the forefront of my mind. I just can't stop thinking about it now that I recalled it. But anyway, so I, I, I say, you know, Elon's dropping all this Twitter stuff, but that's not the good stuff. The good stuff, right? This is why I'm like, Elon, what are you doing? Why are you giving us bullshit? Show us how much money Twitter was making from government agencies, not just U.S. We're talking German, Pakistan. Because remember, I used to get like hits, like messages from Twitter. Your content is a crime in this state of Pakistan. And it's like, fuck, I don't give a shit about Pakistan. I ain't going back there. Motherfuckers won't give me my medical records anyway when they put me back together again like Humpty Dumpty, right? I can't get that. So it's like, I'm not going there. Why is Twitter advising me that I just committed a crime in Pakistan for posting something? That means that Twitter has an agreement with the government of Pakistan. So how is Twitter making money? Do you really think it's advertisements? How many advertisements do you see? Like on Truth Social, I see advertisements. I've upgraded from toe fungus though to something else now. Because at first I was getting all these toe fungus commercials. Now I'm getting more, right? But you can see that they have advertisers. On Twitter, you can't see advertisers. So then how are you making money from advertising, Elon? That's a lie. If that's a lie, where are you getting your money from? It's from governments, foreign governments, where you are selling data. If he would come out with that, that would, in, that would give me more of a trust situation rather than an op situation, which I'm happy with the op situation because too. what was he buying with $46? billion dollars like give me a break oh really no no a social media app for 46 billion well no that if i was no elon sense. i would have done it you know why he's got his ai needs to train well of course that's, he's just that's got a, point. a barrage of data the fact that from the consumer perspective right twitter's just this message board why would someone buy that for 86 billion I'm you just saying, I'm saying, no, that obvious. was a smart it's business only move. about the data. Yeah. Yeah, it is. And it was a smart business move. I don't, I don't make him wrong for that smart business. Move. And the thing is he is a centrist, right? He is a centrist by, by, by definition. He's a centrist looking at him throughout his life. He's a centrist. He believes in free speech, right? He, he thinks that shit should be a little bit more, you know, like this. And you know, when the Elons of Mars come, that's how they govern too, right? With freedom of speech and mm -hmm. everybody gets a fair say, right? So it's kind of a precursor, right? We can see it. So what he did with Twitter was a fantastic thing, right? For him, business-wise, it was a great business decision. Obviously you can't get Facebook because it's all bullshit anyway. And that's, that's UN tech, China tech. Facebook's gone. Twitter's China tech too but they don't have a lot of memorandums of understanding or agreements with China, Twitter. That's why Twitter's not really used in China, right? They don't use it a lot, right? There's not a lot of Chinese users. So he did a magnificent freaking massive training to his thing. That's why he doesn't need to be CEO anymore. He's just gonna be mining it on the side. He did what he needed to do, but he didn't do what I wanted him to do, which was why don't you drop the memorandums of understanding Elon those are the questions that need to be asked to him. Everyone's like thirsty as fuck. Oh, look, they did this. Oh, look, they said that. He's giving them enough. It's like drip, drip, drip. It reminds me of 2018 when they were like, oh, you know, like Lindsey Graham pulling out this fake ass sword, defending Kavanaugh, but then e -e -e, like psycho stabbing America in the back. Okay, this is what is reminiscent of. And maybe he's hindered because of the agreements and his legal team says you can't. And but it's I'm, most likely the case. That's what I'm that's what I'm thinking. But he can show things in a redacted way. All he could do is he could give me a black damn document. 
all redacted, it could say agreement between Twitter and the kingdom of Denmark, right? And then unredact words like data, data, the, and, and let people fucking imagination go so people start asking what. Now that's the sauce. You give me texts and tweets and blah, 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 and look what they did to your info and no, 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 isn't enough. He needs to be honest and give the people the real sauce, which is this is a government application. You're all being put on the system. But then on the other hand, you think Elon wants to put everyone on the system too. So would that be biting the hand that's going to feed him in the future? So that's another question too, right? So these are, these are all um, things we should talk about uh, at some point. I, you know, I mean, he needs a CEO. I freaking do that shit for free. I'd do that for free. I'd be like, don't even pay me. I'll run this bitch. Give it to me. You're not qualified. It doesn't matter. I've, I, hey, I've almost completed an LLB. Makes me semi-lawyer. Completed my BSE. Went to med school. Dude, I've got training like nobody's business. MBA, short three credits. Like I've got actual brick and mortar education. Went to so many institutions and actually, actually signed up for this space law course at CSU. Right? Yeah, I did. For the fall, because I can't afford it for the summer, because it's three thousand dollars, so I'm saving money to 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 be able to make that payment. Why not? I want to go learn. I, it's going to be the first constitutional space law. It's like lawyers talking about the law of space, and I'm like, I'm just interested to see how they interpret space and how they're going to apply it to it, right? And and I shared it on my group because so I'm like, yo, this is interesting, right? Because Hera's looking for a grad school on what to do, and she was like. Uh, looking around, and I was like, damn, what is this thing? And it's like, it's the only one. And NASA is backing it. And I'm like, so first of all, lying NASA, which literally means lies, is backing it. Definitely want to sit through that course because there's got to be nuggets. No matter how much falsity you push, there's a little bit of truth. So that's what I want to suss out. So if anyone was qualified, I'd be definitely qualified. I'm super multilingual. I super understand foreign relations, right? I totally understand the cyber spec perspective you know, security, nah, 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 bots, mining, scripts, algorithm, I'd be bummed. And I'd be the one to be like, oops, did I share that? That was an unredacted agreement? Damn, you're going to go to jail. Well, where's the intent? Remember how Hillary got away with it? What did Comey say? She, they didn't find intent. Well, now I said this publicly, so I can't do it. But somebody out there might accidentally do it. And then they'll raise the question of intent. And it's like, what, are you in their brain? Let's just... With the Neuralink chip and check. <laughs> but anyway, um, need another seven astronauts. <laughs> yeah, right. This is this is so delayed the chat. All right, let's get into J6. Let's get into J6. I want to get into J6. I want to play this. another spy agency, right? <laughs> Space Force. <laughs> now they are. <laughs> Space Force is bomb diggity right now. All right, so let's get into J6. Because we need to talk. You know, Dustin was actually giving his final comments. Did he give them yesterday here or did he submit them? Is this fucking Dustin in there? He said that he was testifying yesterday. Oh my God. Yeah. You, Why you are know, they interviewing all the wrong I actually people? posted a picture of me and Dustin on my Telegram. And I was like, the last time I saw him well, was Egypt, right? Remember how he mm -hmm. came up to us? And he was like, hey, what are you doing here? And I'm like, damn, he recognized me fat. You know, that was my first thought. And, and I was like, he was in Greece and in Egypt. And I remember interacting with him in Egypt. I actually, I was eating some Lebna. Uh, I was, I was getting busy and down and dirty with the food. And that's where, you know, we got together. They, they drag in all the people that had nothing to do with it. That's, that's oh my the God. big irony. And the thing like, is, oh, before we do that, let's they play. They won't touch you or Millie. That's the funniest part.
Dude, they oh, touched oh, me. Oh, no, they, no, no, no. Dude, some uh, bad Katie. Yeah. On Twitter uh-huh. said, hey, Molly, check this out, right? It's actually a list of the stuff that DHS was blocking on Twitter and all this mm-hmm. shit. It literally has her freaking sunrise stuff dhs was literally i know you know yeah no of course they would but i'll tell you why so dhs is blocking evidence of dhs involvement with 2020 tell me what you think okay before we get into that what about the cia 21 year old analyst that found the maps and shit did you hear about that he found maps you know like those geo the Arcus maps of the of the, the capital of, of the capital and, and how the they were going to do tunnels mapped out and right everything. the ones that the sunrise movement yeah. were using the one that Antifa was using the one that the, the AFL CAO was sharing integrity project was building, building. Yeah. right so he's saying that it was the right but do you remember on January fifth we were at the tent thing right mm-hmm. and I said there's motherfuckers where you, where you guys ran in the stone. Yeah. Oh, forget that. We'll get to that. But you remember where I, where I was standing there with my State Department friend, and I said, "Yo," and you talk about some other guy. I'm not going to mention him because I don't want to throw him under the bus. And I was like, "Dude, the guy, they have tactical maps, and they were on the right, right." And I said it to my State Department friend, and I was like, "Yo, like, did they like did did they like team up with the lefties, like?" This is fucked up. I can see the money coming from the left, but it's going to Akbar, and we already know he's left. And the thing is, Akbar was taking the brunt of things because Stone couldn't, right? Because he was hoping for a pardon, right? Because he was only I th- was he pardoned at the end? No, he was. Uh, there was commuted. a commuted sentence, but I think in the in the in the in the last minute, you know. And and what's weird is is that they had the tactical maps, the CIA alleged analyst or NSA, whatever he is, young boy, 21 found. And it's like, how the fuck did you find them? Didn't X, Y, Z give them to fucking Miller? Exactly. He gave them to Chris Miller way before J6. They already knew. We told them that they're going to storm the Capitol. We had a pipeline of information just barraged. But the thing is, the thing is. The paper trail on that is massive. Right. No, we do have the paper trail, which is good. Because when it comes down to accountability, it's like, hold on a second. So you guys had us in a basement because we weren't teaming up with any of you. We had all this information, throwing it under the bus, which means you guys were running an operation while they were running an operation. And we were in the middle telling on them, but you were also in on that operation. Some of you were. So the some that were in on the operation were telling the people that weren't on any operation that were there to save America. Don't listen to them. They're counterintelligence, right? But in the end, we're right. But the thing is, Miller got it all. Like proper interrogation, proper questions. And then if Chris Miller had it all, then why? You remember when I was catcalled and it was. <laughs> oh my God. I don't even want. <laughs> and it wasn't a cat call. It was. It was a discreet, hey, come over here so we could talk in private. And me, it just flew over my head like, are you catcalling me? And it's like, no, he would not be catcalling you. What an idiot. Anyway, um, so the thing is, they already know. So the game is, why is DHS or the Biden or the fourth unelected branch of government suddenly popping out this guy like a random fart? Oh, now I've discovered all this. And it's like, bitch, you didn't discover anything. That shit 
we had posted it online. Remember Jack Posobiec took one of those maps and said, I invaded Antifa and I'm writing a book about it. Here's their map. And then it was, it was, it was Steve Bannon. That was like, yeah, you fucking called him out. Cause I was texting like with that, that little bitch, you know, cause then I'll call you out, Steve. Like, I'm going to throw all of you under the bus. Like, let's be straight, you know? And he was like, yeah, look, we got this map. It's like, bitch, you didn't get anything. They're not even Antifa, which leads me to the report from J6 said that there was no leftist Antifa coordination to in to come in and cause violence, which is true. They didn't cause violence. What did they say? There are people they're going to want Correct. to say it. There, there are people who are going to want to break into buildings. We should let, let them. them. We should help, help them. them. There you go. Meaning there will be an, an, an A team that's going to come in and do the, do dirty, the, the work. dirty work and you, we're going to let them do it. Yep. Because just that's stand down so that. We don't get so not us, but so that yeah, they don't so get they their don't get dirty. exactly, and, and that's we got all that on video. We got them saying this shit. On are we still on? No, I got them from September going. If Biden wins, are we still on for January six? And yes. there's like this pause, pause. like yes, we're still moving forward with all contingency plans. Yeah, and that's the thing. We had this, so why isn't it being out there? See, think of it this way. We were in the middle of everything. Like Dustin and Jennifer, they Still wouldn't have, wait, everything. yeah, yeah, no, yeah. But they, they, I know we are. And and the thing is, people want to, Ali said it best. Ali actually put something on truth that makes sense. He's like, why are you still here? People want to pretend that you don't exist anymore. Like that you disappeared. And it's like, yeah, bitch. But I'm like fucking herpes. Until you fucking stop fucking around, I'm still going to be popping up. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? That's the way it is. And it's like, bitch, I'm, I'm here because I'm going to destroy so many people. And as we're putting this, you saw the gnarly footage that I showed you, portion of the documentary. That's gnarly, right? That's pretty cray cray. And I'm doing the first hour of voiceover tomorrow um, because tomorrow for Christmas, we're going to go to an NBA game which means I have to go get ace bandages today. So, which doesn't really work. It makes me look like Santa Claus. Just as you you would think tying yourself up makes you look thinner. I feel like Santa Claus because I took a picture and you could literally see the lines of this and then this baggy shirt under it. We'll so it looked like, just, I should put cardboard. Put on a Santa suit and have that big black. I hat. actually asked Carlo for, you know, his like tactical vest, that oh, metal thing no, to put it on life. and wrap it um, so that I could go to the NBA. I'm going to try that out right. tonight. When I get it, so he could take the plate out, which is not too thick. Mm -hmm. But then I'm like, when I'm going to go through security, they'll be like, whatever. I'll be like, dude, my organs are going to hang out. He's going to be like, why do you have a tactical bullpen? <laughs> How much should I, I do? I don't know what to do. I don't know what to do. So I'm thinking take about everything it. everything metal out of it. What? No, it's the bullet thing. The thing that stops the bullets. Does it have metal fittings and stuff on it? I don't know. Uh, no, it's just a plate that you put in your vest. Right. Right. And I'm, I'm going to put that because that's the right size so I can keep it there. And then I'm going to tie myself because yesterday it was a little bit awkward, you know, because I forget and I bend over and then it's like I'm fucked, you know, when I bend over because I forget things. All right. Let's see. Yeah. I Spanx bodysuit. I have someone's like you. You need a Spanx bodysuit. It's like I did. I got my size and my doctor was like, no, you need to go down two sizes. And I, you know what I envision? Like, have you ever seen what is that thing that you squeeze and it's thin in the middle and then it pops out on the other end? What, oh fuck! It's like those sponges. I don't know. Yeah, it felt like, and I was like, I envisioned myself like a sausage that's exploded on the other side. I was like, yeah, we're not doing that. I don't even know how to get into that two sizes smaller. Are you crazy? He's like, yeah, you should get a medium. And I'm like, no, dude. I got X, like one X, and it was, oh, it felt good. But 
it wasn't anything. It was like I was wearing clothes. So then I traded it in for an extra large. And then uh, I felt like, yeah, I was kind of tight, but I was still messing around. And then he was like, you should get a medium, not a large. You need to get it really small. And I was like, how the fuck is that shit going to close? Like I've got a big ass. Like he's like, then get the one only for the waist. And then what? Then my ass looks bigger. And he's like, I thought women like that these days. Oh my God. <laughs> no, like that. Was, no, that like was that. his answer. Yeah. <laughs> he's cool. He's like old school Indian. I freaking love him. All right. Let's play this stone clip first. And the reason I want to play the stone clip, right. Is because this is going to be very pertinent to J six. You remember when, um, when Shadowgate happened, right? Oh, no, I don't remember. Yeah. <laughs> Everyone like, you know, attacked it. Um, and I was kind of like, it was really weird because I thought people would have embraced it. Now you would say that players in there, I didn't think stone would attack it because it's like, dude, that shit's public knowledge. Like nobody threw you under the bus. Now you're getting thrown under the bus, but no one was throwing you under the bus then. Right. Right. We were just speaking truth and facts is, yeah. and, and we didn't even target because it. We actually showed that they targeted him exactly. and that was before we tripped on some information. We're like, what the, well, it was after Shadowgate that we realized what role Stone was playing because of the deployment of Ali Akbar, right? Like they, yeah. they actually in, in, in state in, was it close up magic well, stage map, but mostly co close up magic magicians learn what's called to look for the flash. And the flash is the moment of the trick where the magician is most vulnerable because you actually see the trick. So that's where the smoke, the la lady in red come into play. It's to cover the flash. Right. So the problem was when they attacked Q, uh, when they attacked Shadowgate, the way they did, that flash was so big, it actually allowed us to see what contracting group yeah. was deployed. To, to smear the video, even the fact that it had USA Today, Daily Beast. I mean, wrap your head around realizing no, but he, it, it, it wasn't. You know it was I mean? yeah, but you were focusing on who was attacking. I was focusing on who wasn't even talking about it. And you know, like the anons that are supposedly woke, they talked about it, and then they suddenly went dark. They they went quiet, and I'm like, holy shit. So they've got a ringleader in their QAnon digital red string theory that said, don't talk about it. The president talked about it. A couple of days later, he came out. He's like, look, I don't want to set the world on fire, but there's a shadow government. And then he shut up about it afterwards. Like he said it, right? He wanted to say, no, this is, he knew what he was doing, right? But when I saw that the Anons that are supposedly about truth and whatever suddenly curtail inward, I'm like, shit. And I didn't realize that um, people like Tracy Beans and whatnot were part of that. Like, you know, because I, I only look at things that are particular to the things that I'm investigating. I don't need junk for the brain. I got sh enough shit stored in this shit that I have to sort through to add more. But when I saw how that network went, that was insane. And we saw a lot of that when we went... You know, that's why I went with different eyes and it was a good thing it happened. I know you're going to be like, no, it's not good that we got arrested, but it was a good thing that we went through that to be able, like you said, the flashbang where we could see everything because going into DC after the elections, our eyes were seeing things a lot differently 
you know, like even in J fifth, you know, when my ambassador friend called me and said X, Y, Z, which is going to be part of the documentary canceled his party. Do you remember that? Mm -hmm. That's crazy because why would you cancel a party at an ambassador's house? Knowing that Melania's best friend and her are going to be there, you know, when you set the shit up and I think it's because they knew that I was going to be there because they thought I was in the outs because I'm not posting pictures or whatever. Cause I think you guys were a little bit like, how the fuck do you know these people? Like there's only been <laughs> two people in my life that, <laughs> <laughs> but, but it, 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 it J six was the, 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 the ending, like the period to that sentence of, what the fuck? Well, it's like when Millie and I were leaving the Trump, the Trump event, and I hear, "Hey, Millie," and we look, and it's freaking Jason Kessler, the guy that did that arranged the Charlottesville event, right? In full on uh, the the vest, the tactical vest with the comms and everything. And as soon as that conversation, we made sure we got his number because we called him later. We put that in, you know, in stop the steal. But as soon as that happened, we looked at each other like, shit, this is going to be, this is going to be the Tory was right. How's that? 2.0. Yeah. They've been, because Millie stopped the, Dude, the did you see though? Now, in Boston. Right. But do you remember when I took Bergie and I went all the way around? Mm -hmm. One, he would have convinced you guys goes down to the Capitol. Two, he wanted to see where I was going more than you guys because I was his main target. He needed to defuse me. You were just a byproduct. So I took him along with me. And then we went to my hotel room. And then he smoked his vape weed or whatever. And I just went under the covers, you know, cause there was a little bit of hypothermia involved and I let my phone. Yeah. yeah. But I let my phones die. I didn't put them on charge. I let them die. So that way they would ping, 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 and they would see that they would die. So that would reserve energy so they could still ping my phone and listen to hear me that I'm not doing anything. Right. Because they were going to target me because the minute, Midnight hit. It was after midnight that I went downstairs. I met I met April from my group. She was in there. She was like, You're here. And I'm like, Yeah. And I was like, kind of like coming to the aftermath. I turned on my phone and there were text messages, bitch, they caught you on camera. And I'm like, What? They thought that I was the pink hat lady. Are you fucking kidding me? Dead serious. I think she was a setup to make it look like I was the pink hat lady. You don't wear pink hats. I know I don't, but it was like a beanie. Well, no, sometimes I do. I like pink. I like pink, pink, gold, and black. I like together, but, um, I think it was supposed to be a setup. And then somebody well, else was, was a giant. Yeah. Setup, so but then another not? person that looked frumpy, right. That was wearing black, that was wearing a backpack, identical mine. They also tried to say that that was me. And I was like, damn, you know, they ping the shit out of me. Like they had one thing that hotels don't have is cameras in the hallways. Right. And I stayed at the Sofitel and I was booking it and I was with our friend and I couldn't, they couldn't figure out why I was in one room and not in the other, right? That was booked because I was upgraded to the other room and they didn't understand why. That was the only hallway that had cameras. I paid attention to that. I'm not, you know, I do things transparently because I know good guys, bad guys are looking, but they wanted to nail me for it. So I was very careful and I collected information as I went. I probably looked like an idiot if they went back to the footage. Damn, that bitch is smart. 
because I would stop every 10 feet. Hey, I am. I just want to know where's the office so I can get like my hard White House passes for the press pool. And I'd show them the White House press pass I had that was for the event. Mm -hmm. And they were just like, um, I mean, you go that way. Thanks. And then 10 feet later, I'd be like, hey, because they all have cameras and audio. And I'm like, paper trail, paper trail, video trail, video trail. It was such a setup. And for me, the setup was like the aha moment when I saw that the event at J5 was hijacked. No, that literally was, that was, that, what was weird was the event, the difference between the two was still got rained on. Remember the, the second yeah. crowd comes up and Ollie's the was rained on. Yeah. Super gnarly. And that group of people, the audience, the speakers and everything, were very aggressive, very haughty. And the I mean, say what you want about Bergie, but he was standing in the tank going, this is such an obvious oh. IO. I can't even believe he's like, I'm seeing former colleagues here. Like, and yeah. I think ultimately my opinion is that what happened was. Well, he was telling you that he was telling me, but though. he flipped for the contract on. You know, here's my joke. Why'd the PSYOP contractor cross the road? To get a check from the other side. <laughs> yeah. I think I was the main target though. Mm -hmm. You know, I think I was a main target. You were a byproduct. Probably why he was telling you that he was asking, he was telling me that to get my information. I was busy saying hi to my listeners that I would see. And I was, you know, just chit chatting with people and having cigarettes. You know, you would notice he'd be like, where'd I be? He would always ask people, where did Tori go? Right. He would always like follow about. And that's why he'd be like, come with me to get this. And I was like, no, nah, man, I'm too tired. I'm fat. I don't move. Leave me alone. You know, I, that's what I would say because I was paying attention. I also saw that there were a lot of people intercepting me communicating with Burn at that time too. Let's not call them contractors. Let's call them bounty hunters. No, you know let's call I mean? them mercenaries. <laughs> there you go. Mercenaries because yeah. that's what they had. It's the highest mm -hmm. price, you know? And it was when we were at the Willard and that Google guy showed up and then were you there when his girlfriend, some French chick, we were sitting there with the mayor. It was Millie. It was me across from Millie and then the mayor, right? And then she leans over. She's like, Here's my card. I'm an actual journalist. And it's like, bitch, did you just say that shit in front of my face? I'll knock you out. And I just looked at her and I was like, thanks. And I took the card and put it down. And she was like, um, just looking at me. When I saw all those people surrounding, I was like, they're trying to get him to go to the 10th floor where that bitch was, where there was a side out. I think there was you know always at the 10th floor. And I have this on camera because we're up there. And I look out the windows, I've got video footage of guys dressed in full black with contraptions connected to the Wi-Fi towers on buildings across the street with it, with antennas pointed directly at, at that room. Yeah, no. So I, they were I, monitoring that room. Trump knows what happened. I think, I think President Trump knows everything that happened and he's playing dumb. And he's doing marvelous at it because- Except that his flash was his speech he gave the other day when he said social with, with I become president and he listed all this stuff where he said that people from the DOD, CIA, et cetera, can't have jobs. At social Wait, media. hold that. Hold that. Let's go back to that because that's that part of the, the call to action. Down. Wait, I'll, 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 it's a part of the call to action, <clears throat> but because we, Oh my God, it hurts so bad to cough. So because we had this hot mic moment, hot mm -hmm. video moment, I guess, Oh my God, I hope I didn't look like shit. Cause I looked really Korean earlier when I was like, swollen um i want to show this video that people some people heard okay because someone told me that so i want to show it to them 
and it's going to be in the documentary. This is this Roger Stone. I have just had the opportunity to see the new documentary Shadowgate by Millie Weaver and Patrick Berge. I, I can't speak for the rest of the documentary, but all of the sections regarding me are categorically false. I do not know nor ha have ever had any involvement with General James Jones. I have never been the equity shareholder in any surveillance technology company, certainly not one called Dynology. I've never, never been, been partnered with Paul Manafort or Ray Davis or John, John McCain, McCain or General, General Jones, Jones for that matter. <laughs> and, I and I told, told Mr. Berge that, that I had never, never done, done so. so. Uh, the uh, idea, idea that, that I am somehow an operative for the, the deep state is pretty, pretty laughable since I spent the last two years fighting them when they tried to Enjoy the documentary if you wish. But no, no, the sections regarding me are just, are just false. <laughs> so check this out. But we have tax forms. <laughs> oh my god! I'm like, <laughs> we have tax forms. He like literally lied. We have tax forms. He paid taxes. There's articles. There's there's an HBO special. An HBO fucking special from fucking 20 years ago. I know. And, and he sat there and Stone Cold lied. He calls it Stone Cold Truth. It should be Stone Cold Lied. And it's like, and nobody threw him under the bus because of that. Because General Jones had an agreement with InfoWars. That's why he had inside info. That's why he was there. And, 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 and that's the thing. Poor Millie. And I didn't know this. If I knew, I think Bergie did. I think Bergie did. I think Bergie I knew think, that he had that that Infowars had the contract yes. with them, and and he knew that Millie would get fucked because I would have never. No, he told me. Damn. So I'm on the phone with Bergie while the video is being uploaded, right? And oh, I'm let like, me make coffee. You tell yeah, people yeah. this, and I'm like, yeah, we've got this this journalist who's going to be meeting with Trump at an event, and he already promised he'd ask Trump if he'd seen the movie Shadowgate. And Bergie's like, that's never going to happen. I'm like, what do you mean that's never going to happen? He's like, what's going to happen is you and Millie are going to lose your job. You're going to lose everything. He knew that. And he's laughing about it. And I'm like, yeah, whatever. And then all of a sudden I look at my driveway and there's a car there. I'm like, that's really weird you say that because I got a car in the driveway. Now a guy's getting out with his gun pulled out and a vest. I'm staying on the line with you because I don't know what the fuck's going on. You know what I mean? Because that was super. I th I think I think he knew because I didn't bring the dynology part into the Infowar stuff. And according to someone whose name won't be mentioned, Dynologies who had the contract for the roll up. Really? Yeah. Well, I know that Dynology. I don't know, but that I mean, we were being told. Jones International Group was working with Alex Jones. I think after he got his second wife off of backs back page, you know, because she was a freaking hooker online stripping and doing videos before only fans right you know honeypot that's why i always said i would have been a great freaking handler for him better than her right at least you know i would have had smell test things right that's why i kept saying he should have married me <laughs> i would have been a better handler but um it, it was weird because i think he he, he said you guys he knew what was going to happen i was his primary target you know and what i noticed is is that the target that they have are my listeners it's not even me. It's because, you know, burn on my show even said, you know, we spent millions of dollars replicating your groups and it's like, and they're still doing it. I get, I get, 
um, so much hate from all these social media platforms. Oh, why don't you come on this social media platform? Because you're mining the data and you're weaponizing. I was there, you know, Bianca, the one that does like the Latinos for Trump. Right. And she's like, oh, Latinos. Do you know what she was reporting on? I heard her with my own mouth. And I'm not going to say where, but she was reporting to a group of people. I got all their data so we can mobilize them when we want and we could get them to do this. I just got to get a little bit more, a few people. So it's like what people don't realize is that when they get on these alternative social media sites, and I'm not talking about truth and gab, not talking about truth and gab, not, and I'm making that clear. I'm not them, but I'm not specifying which ones. They actually take your data. This is why they had groups in like Clout Hub, which is literally an influence operation app. Well, and, 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 to be, and to be fair, I know a lot of these people. I've met them. And they're just people that don't fully understand the big picture. Because like the idea is, oh, well, you know, everyone collects data. Everyone sells data. That's just the way the world goes around. It's like, yeah, but yeah. you don't understand the end goal of that program. program. Yeah. Well, that's, that's why I'm problem. saying everyone sells the data, but, and, and, and it's not like it's a different model, but you know, what's funny, Alex Jones, when he was taken over by these retired generals and hating the, you know, fuck. And he's making all this money off of data. Cause all they wanted Alex Jones was, was to get all the conspiracy theorist data mm -hmm. in exchange. They would give him some information. And obviously he worked with Stone, who worked with McCain and Jones, right? And it's like, and Hayden, and all these people. He did foreign operations. <gasps> Wait, I should play that part. Just the sound, right? Well, I could just pull up a doc. I've got a document. Okay, I got, I got, I got some soundbite that I can play. I need to find it though. Um, stuff's like so dumb it's like i'm like looking for it's it. like if in 10 years i started denying i was never arrested for shadowgate or anything like the, the, the such it's like kind of fucking no but it's like this um where the fuck did it go it's just a sound bite i want to play not the whole thing um where did it go i'm like looking for, oh i'm in the wrong place no shit okay there's a sound bite i want to play hold on Hold on. I'm just going to play the sound bite. Okay, is this it? Rest of his life in prison. Paul Manafort was a power broker in Washington. He built up influence as an advisor to Republican presidential candidates. And in the 1980s, he found new markets for his influence overseas as a partner at Black, Manafort, and Stone. One of the <laughs> black Manafort and Stone. Where's Charles Black? But he never had a business with them, right? And here it is in ancient fucking archives. And in oh wait, damn! I should see if I could take this as a picture. And uh, I don't want to. They'll have to wait for the docu. Wait, listen to this. Things this firm pioneered was mixing traditional political consulting in the U.S. with lobbying for foreign leaders, sometimes odious foreign leaders. Seems to be that. You helped elect them. Now you're helping. This is Roger Stone when he was younger. To tell them what to do. And this really isn't Listen. what the founding fathers had in mind. First of all, the term influence uh, uh, shops is really uh, not accurate at all. I think what we provide for our clients, be them foreign countries or corporations or 
individuals is a superior understanding of how Washington works. Shadowgate was about contract. Well, we'll leave that for another time. So that's actual footage from like back in the day. But you know, I digress. I digress. I digress. So, you know, I'm going to leave it at that. We're going to, we're going to, no, no, no. wait, like, what is it? Okay. These two paragraphs. On a different continent, both Kenya and Nigeria have widely criticized human rights records. Last year, Kenya received $38 million in U.S. foreign aid and spent over one point. Is this from the 70s? 80s. Okay, because I was like, that's a small amount. Kenya received 38 million U.S. foreign aid and spent over 1.4 million on Washington lobbyists to get it. Nigeria received 8.3 million and expended in excess of 2.5 million. Whom did both countries call upon to do their bidding for the U.S. government? The lobbying firm of Black, Manafort, Stone, and Kelly, Public Affairs Co., which received 660,000 from Kenya in 1992 to 1993 and 1 million from Nigeria in 1991. Former Reagan political operative, Paul Manafort, oversees foreign accounts. His partners, Charles Black, was a senior political strategist in 1992, Bush Quail campaign, their firm's fees to represent Nigeria. Kenya, the Philippines, and Angola's United Rebel Group in 1991 totaled more than $3 million. All four received U.S. aid based on human rights. A spokeswoman, a spokeswoman, is it the lady, the madam, you think, the spokeswoman? A spokeswoman for Black, Manafort, Stone, and Kelly told Center that the firm does not attempt to explain away concerns about human rights. Instead, she said, we try to open a dialogue. Just so you know who these people are, right? Just so you know who these people are, wait till you see how they orchestrate. Dude, he backstabbed President Trump. He fucked his own friend. Why? Because he was angry. Yeah. Well, he said, you got that. He was, way to say, I'm going to smack, you're going to get your head fucking caved. Yeah. And people are saying it's a psyop. It's a lie. And you know what's really weird? I remember walking into Joe Flynn's office. He's got a big ass fucking picture of Roger Stone. And I'm like, what the fuck? I was like, uh, and I love Joe Flynn, right? I, I, I love him. General Flynn, fucking love him. I don't understand the stone thing. Maybe it's keeping your enemies close because I do not see how this is benefit. I'm going to open up a can of worms nobody wants to fucking see. And I'm going to get so much hate for it, but it's like, whatever. People love to hate me. I don't give a shit, right? The people want the truth. And that's what I'm going to fucking give them just to see how this operation was done. And that's the thing. Uh, you know, it's, 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 uh, it's, it's, um, it's really bizarre. I, I always like to see the good in people. I, I think when I walk into situations, people are like, what are you doing? You're so stupid. It's like, look, they're going to invade my phone, invade my privacy, try to hijack me, try to ruin me. Let's just say they're going to do all that. I'm not going to stop them. If I don't engage, they're going to do it anyway. So why not engage and maybe tell them, Hey, maybe you're doing it wrong. Right? No, that's that's that was my approach with Bergie, if you remember. That's the one thing that people don't take into consideration. One, the deep state are human beings. Mm. And two, they're human beings. So the irony is that when you're dealing with these people, it's not you know what it is, you have this big scary 
picture of what it is until you actually deal with it. Yeah, but I actually have evidence that Stone backstabbed Trump. No, I know. But what I'm saying is people need to get out of the fear of the deep state. All it is is a group of people that want to control things because they think they know best. That's yes, all it is. it is. And it's like if American people just decided to take everything into their own hands, not what I mean by that is take over the reins of politics themselves. This problem would disappear overnight because it's just a small group of cliquish people that basically only exists because everyone else isn't doing anything about it. Yeah. And just so you guys know, my shows after my surgery are going to be kind of like this. We're going to with camera, though, we're going to have video. Uh, you're going to be seeing us talking live, having these conversations, you know, and showing the evidence. Here's the evidence. <laughs> and we can actually show it rather than share screens and have it on paper so people can freaking see it and then share it in 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 telegram or whatever but but the thing is you know it's so convoluted like the whole the, the j6 was so complicated and we were we fucked it up we were like that thing you know when you throw literally a wrench in wheels we were a wrench and you know and i i go back i wanted to tweet that uh, truth that back to ali yeah bitch since you keep fucking around herpes is gonna keep fucking coming back I meaning you stop fucking around no more herpes right all these people are going down. And the thing is, it's an op within an op within an op. Why? They had an op. They failed. They did a cover-up op. And then they did a cover-up up to the cover-up op. It's kind of like lying. You say a lie. you got to say another one. you got to say another one. And then you lose track of what lies you said. And then you're and then fucked. You're fucked. Yep. And this is exactly where they are. So the J6 committee that we're going to show, right, is just that. But I want to get into President Trump's little speech. So, But before we do that, because we're like just having natural conversation, I think we should just take one quick break. And I think, you know what I want to do? I want to showcase my neighbors. So which one should we do? Oh, that one. <laughs> All right, guys. We're going to take a quick musical break because I just made coffee and I want to put my sugar and cream. For the love of money. Gotta make them money, man. Nine, nine. 
Giving up that yeah, yo, making me say yo, doing these niggas and drop. Pick up a stick up a lick up that 211. Gotta get what's mine, then bailing. Me kicking up dust, I'm trailing, failing 187. That's how it is, and I got to have it in the night. Quite mission to check a meal and still be real. Thugging on the clock, clock, creeping on the cover. Won't sleep till I'm done up. Gotta blaze me blunt up. Hunt up another pot and skin. Gotta make some great consultants. Gotta get that business on, even though the boo to run this done me feeling lovely, but I'm just in it for the love of the money. Gotta make that money, man. Money, man, still the same now. Gotta make that money, man. Money, man, still the same now. Gotta make that money, man. Money, man, still the same now. Straight slang and rocks. Oh shit, here comes a motherfucking cop. So I dash, I ducks, and I hide behind a tree. Making sure the motherfuckers don't see me. Now my fat sack of rocks, hell yeah, I stuffed them. Police on my drawers, I had to pause, and yeah, it's still motherfucker. Now my game is tight, tight as fuck. It's my game, easy motherfucking E or Eric Wright, it's all the same. Now niggas might trip on how I stacks my grip. I got to have it, bitch. For the love of this shit, Every time, follow me down the 99 and you will find all of me kind. Check out the rips, the nails, drop down, run them up out of me hood, red. Scrape when I'm making me grip, put them in click, roll them with gross flips. The thug I be, put them in mud, buck them in pump blood. Got nothing to lose, bitch, you better respect rip. Like you best just check this slug, it's going down. Gonna bump and be round, gonna win a McGang, fine. Gonna make that money, man, it's still the same, better run and think well. Then follow me now, while I take you up into a barrel of a gun. I'm on the midday, yeah. Six feet in the ditch and get rich and get rich. You were slipping, I'll get you and rip ya, then fuck ya down. Still rubbing the steel, they making the killing. Nigga, drug dealing, needing a million. Nuzzling drugs, but it does be chilling. For the money these niggas be selling. Up a nigga, we find a nigga thugging off and break the skulls. And when I stick you and lick you up, I'm a rocket of a fold in love and love. Yeah, bound in the motherfucking house for the nine quarts, nigga. Yeah. Rollin' with ruthless in this bitch My nigga lazy bone Busy bone, wish bone, and fleshy bone And I'm that nigga crazy bone In the motherfucking hell For the love of money That's basically it Money, 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 money So I think before we get into J6 I want to talk about a call to action And you're going to see how this comes together we haven't had a very good one in a while. Um, one that actually can, well, no, that's a lie. All call to actions are good. But I want us to do this one on fire. So let me take off this little intermission thing. Guys, I'm a little bit slow because I'm sick, okay? So I'm not moving fast enough. I'm not on my game. So I apologize for being so loose on everything. I did realize that um, 
again, I left a little hot mic because I swapped my microphone ports from one to two. Um, so you guys heard the bleeding chair thing. So I apologize. <laughs> um, it's kind of embarrassing, but it is what it is, right? We're all human and that's it. Um, so uh, I wanted us to talk about the call to action. And um, that's going to be once you digest what the president is telling you here. So let's play his clip of what his administration is going to do, parentheses, is doing. If we don't have free speech, then we just don't have a free country. It's as simple as that. If this most fundamental right is allowed to perish, then the rest of our rights and liberties will topple just like dominoes, one by one, they'll go down. That's why today I'm announcing my plan to shatter the left-wing censorship regime and to reclaim the right to free speech for all Americans. And reclaim is a very important word in this case because they've taken it away. In recent weeks, bombshell reports have confirmed that a sinister group of deep state bureaucrats, Silicon Valley tyrants, left-wing activists and depraved corporate news media have been conspiring to manipulate and silence the American people. They have collaborated to suppress vital information on everything from elections to public health. The censorship cartel must be dismantled and destroyed, and it must happen immediately. And here's my plan. First, within hours of my inauguration, I will sign an executive order banning any federal department or agency from colluding with any organization, business, or person to censor, limit, categorize, or impede the lawful speech of American citizens. I will then ban federal money from being used to label domestic speech as mis- or disinformation. And I will begin the process of identifying and firing every federal bureaucrat who has engaged in domestic censorship, directly or indirectly, whether they are the Department of Homeland Security, the Department of Health, Human Services, the FBI, the DOJ, no matter who they are. Second, I will order the Department of Justice to investigate all parties involved in the new online censorship regime, which is absolutely destructive and terrible, and to aggressively prosecute any and all crimes identified. These include possible violations of federal civil rights law, campaign finance laws, federal election law, securities law, and antitrust laws, the Hatch Act, and a host of other potential criminal, civil, regulatory, and constitutional offenses. To assist in these efforts, I am urging House Republicans to immediately send preservation letters, and we have to do this right now, to the Biden administration, the Biden campaign, and every Silicon Valley tech giant, ordering them not to destroy evidence of censorship. Third, upon my inauguration as president, I will ask Congress to send a bill to my desk, revising Section 230, to get big online platforms out of censorship business. From now on, digital platforms should only qualify for immunity protection under Section 230 if they meet high standards of neutrality, 
transparency, fairness, and non-discrimination. We should require these platforms to increase their efforts to take down unlawful content such as child exploitation and promoting terrorism while dramatically curtailing their power to arbitrarily restrict lawful speech. Fourth, we need to break up the entire toxic censorship industry that has arisen under the false guise of tackling so-called mis- and disinformation. The federal government should immediately stop funding all nonprofits and academic programs that support this authoritarian project. If any U.S. university is discovered to have engaged in censorship activities or election interferences in the past, such as flagging social media content for removal of blacklisting, those universities should lose federal research dollars and federal student loan support for a period of five years and maybe more. We should also enact new laws laying out clear criminal penalties for federal bureaucrats who partner with private entities to do an end run around the Constitution and deprive Americans of their First, Fourth, and Fifth Amendment rights. In other words, deprive them of their vote. And once you lose those elections, and once you lose your borders like we have, you no longer have a country. Furthermore, to confront the problems of major platforms being infiltrated by legions of former deep staters and intelligence officials, there should be a seven-year calling-off period before any employee of the FBI, CIA, NSA, DNI, DHS, or DOD is allowed to take a job at a company possessing vast quantities of U.S. user data. So I'm pausing it right there. Here's what I want you guys to do, if you can, and if you're able to. I want you to share the shit out of this Rumble feed, because right now, I'm going to show you shit that we're going to do. We're going to listen to our president, and I've said this before. I don't want to gloat, but he kind of summarized five years of my shows in that. It's almost as if I wrote that. Um, and he talked about data. So let's get to the rest of this while you guys share Facebook, Insta, Twitter, Truth, or whatever. Live now, call to action, just so you can see how we're going to do this. Um, I had a fantastic legal mind craft something, and this is going to be a lot of fun. So let's finish this, share the crap out of it, and here we go. Fifth, the time has finally come for Congress to pass a digital bill of rights. This should include a right to digital due process. In other words, government officials should need a court order to take down online content, not send information requests such as the FBI was sending to Twitter. Furthermore, when users of big online platforms have their content or accounts removed, throttled, shadow banned, or otherwise restricted, no matter what name they use, they should have the right to be informed that it's happening, the right to a specific explanation of the reason why, and the right to a timely appeal. In addition, all users over the age of 18 should have the right to opt out of content moderation and curation entirely and receive an unmanipulated stream of information if they so choose. The fight for free speech is a matter of victory or death for America and for the survival of Western civilization itself. When I am president, this whole rotten system of censorship and information control 
will be ripped out of the system at large. There won't be anything left. By restoring free speech, we'll begin to reclaim our democracy and save our nation. Thank you, and God bless America. And there you go. Like I said, you must always listen to your president. Now, here is where we're going to get busy. So first of all, we already talked about all the data and sharing and all that stuff, right? We already talked about the concerns we have on this. We already talked about the issues we have. And as you can see, things that we share, right? When we're sharing things uh, like letters and writing, we're making public record. And another thing is he said, you know, he's going to tell them that this is happening, blah, blah, blah. Well, we don't need him to tell them. We tell them. And that's how you win. You're the one that gets to say what goes. So I'm going to read this for those listening on the podcast. For those of you watching, we have the same type of letter set up for CIA, DHS, DOJ, FBI, NSA, ODNI, Google, Instagram, Meta, formerly Facebook, Twitter, YouTube. What are, what are we doing? Wait, so that's one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven letters that we're going to send out. In those letters, I will walk you through them. Here we go. This is letter number one. This is going out to Jonathan Mayer, General Counsel at the U.S. Department of Homeland Security via U.S. Mail. Reference. Notice of prospective litigation. Demand for records retention. Let me see if I could zoom this in. Ah, oh, shoot. Let me. Damn it. What did I do? Okay, there we go. Is it still sharing? Yes, it is. All right, here we go. Oh my God, what is going on here? There we go. Damn it. It's not there we go. No. Go close that. Okay, there we go. Let me view, zoom, page with. There we go. Dear Mr. Mayor, I'm an aggrieved citizen of the United States and of the state of, you put your state's name, and I am contemplating on filing a lawsuit, including the possibility of joining a class action proceeding against the relevant parties pertaining to the concerns that I have regarding the censorship that has been or may have been implemented or encouraged by your organization to the, the U.S. Department of Homeland Security pertaining to certain users' social media accounts, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, YouTube, etc., Moreover, I'm concerned regarding the sharing of data obtained from my social media accounts by your organization, other government agencies, and or private companies. Accordingly, I hereby notify you and instruct you to retain any and all documents and other materials related to the following social media accounts, which I created. <clears throat> Remember, this letter is you putting them on notice for sharing your information. And I continue reading. You put your social media outlet. For example, it would be me, Twitter, username, at Tori underscore says, done. And you list all your social media that you have created, your Facebook, your Twitter, your Instagram, your YouTube, whatever you have your, you know, what, Qvordian, whatever it's called, your anything, your parlor, your getter, 
right? Your mastodon, right? All of that. And you're going to say, given the litigation I'm contemplating, commencing or joining and regarding the above issues, I demand that you retain any and all documents and data relating to or concerning the censorship or flagging of the above listed social media accounts and or use or exchange of data obtained from these social media accounts. Remember, it's the social media accounts that are yours by your organization and any other government agency or private company. All such documents and data must be maintained and preserved. This means that any documents and data in your possession or control regarding the censorship or flagging of the above listed social media accounts and or the use or exchange of data obtained from these social media accounts by your organization or any other government agency or private company must not be destroyed or deleted until you are notified in writing that it is permissible to do so. Documents and data as used here includes hard and electronic copies of documents, including letters, correspondence, memoranda, reports, tabulations, calculations, invoices, vouchers, ledgers, journals, external and internal literature, books, notes, schedules, worksheets, plans, minutes, bulletins, brochures, catalogs, notices, press releases, transcripts, calendars, appointment books, diaries, charts, and drafts of all such documents that mention or relate to the censorship or flagging of the above listed social media accounts and or the use or exchange of the data obtained from these social media accounts by your organization and any other government agency or private company. This includes handwritten notes, drafts, tabulation, calculation, summaries, and or work papers. It is not limited to any formal or final documents. Documents and data includes photographs and the audio, videotapes, and recordings. Documents and data also includes electronically stored information such as email, voicemail, word processing files, spreadsheets, databases, calendars, digital audio, video recordings, instant text messages, text messages, social media posts, telephone logs, internet files, and any other electronic information created and maintained and received by you. This is this list is not exhaustive of all documents and data relating in the way of censorship or flagging of the above listed social media accounts and or the exchange of data obtained from these social media accounts by your organization and any other government agency or private company must be preserved. This records retention hold and notice suspends any normal deletion requirements for documents, emails and any other information that may otherwise apply. Do not destroy, delete, or in any other alter any way alter any paper or electronic information relating to the prospective claims or other areas of interest mentioned above. Be sure to communicate this requirement to the employees who work under your supervision. If you have possession, custody, or control of any of that information, whether in paper form or electronic form pertaining to the prospective claims, you are instructed to take the immediate steps to preserve it, to preserve it in its original form. For example, do not delete any emails, internet files, or other computer files, including information pertaining to the claims. You should ask to take, you should also take steps to ensure that emails and files will not automatically be deleted by the system. Once you have identified any relevant information in your possession, please coordinate with me to ensure that I am provided with a copy of it. If you are aware of any person employed by or otherwise affiliated with your organization, whether presently or formerly, who may have information pertinent to my prospective claim, please provide me with that information. Additionally, please ensure that any person or persons who is assigned to manage the computers or files of your organization that may contain information pertinent to my prospective claims is not immediately informed of the requirements set forth of this letter. You must ensure that any person 
that any such person not only does not delete any information, but also makes arrangements to preserve the information contained on the computer or in the files. To the extent that you have concerns or questions in this regard, please contact me. Thank you for your cooperation in this matter. And then you sign it, you put your address and your email address, and it's done. Now, this is how you listen to your president, and this is how you fix shit. You don't wait for someone to come and help you. You're not going to wait until 2024. You're not going to wait until 2024 or sooner. We are going to have this done. The letters have already been drafted. Once the show is over, I am dropping the word files into the admin room and the admins of your state rooms will disseminate them. All you have to do is add your information on there, which you have a right. It is your personal information. And there you go. It's pretty simple. At that point, you've just put all these agencies on notice and whatever President Trump pursues, you can help with your data. And not only that, well, like I said on Thursday, Millie and I will be having a conversation with an attorney. We should also get with um, that attorney in Florida too, see if he can join in. I, I tried to call him, but I mean, he was probably in court or something, but seriously, we need to do that, Gavin. And once that's done, oh boy. Like I said, this is kind of pertinent to this. Maybe there could be a class action suit, including that too, right, Gavin? Because if it morphs, you see where I'm going with this? It's almost as if President Trump knows exactly what is needed. So weird. So you want to call to action? This is it. And let them come at the private citizens and say, Why, how dare you ask for them to retain your information that they purged or may be copying? Here's where you go. This is how you make it done. You have every right to your data, right? Even social media companies, when you're on your computer, they say, you know, when you want to delete your Facebook profile, they're like, would you like to download your file? Because it's your file. You can't not, not have it, right? And then there's people that have been banned from Facebook and they're not allowed to their own data, which is also theft of private property because those are pictures of your kids and shit. But no one ever bothers. But, you know, they're doing it the wrong way. Gavin, would you agree that now we've got one of those companies boxed in for grand larceny, which gives us the most solid footing to fuck them. I would, I would definitely say so. And it's kind of ironic. It's actually extremely ironic. It is because sometimes you have to have the right door. So you could go in there with free speech and yeah, I'm a private company. I can do it. You're a private company that just committed grand larceny. So now let's start talking. See, I have been extremely patient. Like when I told you and Millie, you didn't expect I don't know what you expected from that, right? Without mentioning the company, right? So there's no changes. But you remember when I told you, I just waited and it followed the rules and I waited. And then they took the bait this July because I followed their rules. You know, you have to know digital camouflage. You have to play algorithms. You know, I tell my audience all the time, I'm putting it on Telegram. Damn, the super AI, super AI Tesla. I play on backgammon. I played up to 100 and I lost to it. It won by 101 and I think I, I was 89. It was close. So now I've started all over again to see if the algorithm shifts or it learns or if it keeps it different because it's always my driver profile. Well, that was the same thing with the social media company. There's algorithms, right? <clears throat> I see a lot of people saying, how come she's not banned on Facebook? How come she's not banned on YouTube? And it's like, bitch, shut up. I've been in this game way long. Then... Dude, one guy, clearly, I don't know who he is. It's like some lieutenant commander. That's what he calls himself. Like, who the fuck knows who these people are? 
He was like, yeah, how come Sather's not on YouTube and Tori is? And I was like, because I'm not Sather. Sather was recruited to be an influencer while he was at fucking Jamba Juice making smoothies. Like that was his job before his job was being on Twitter and talking shit and telling people about aliens and how Q and all this shit. He was hired. He was literally hired for that role. I don't see how people don't see that. And it's like, you're comparing him to me, me who understands digital camouflage, which by the way, the New York times right before their campaign to get me off of Twitch, that's the next lawsuit, my friends. And I'm going to demand back pay because at that point when they banned me, it was when I was starting to actually make income. That's why New York Times came out and said, I'm going to fuck her, right? And they did this whole campaign and they were like, don't look at her with only 20,000 followers. She has like a big listener base and she like has groups here, groups there, groups here, groups there. You know, don't listen to her. She's she's a lot bigger than na na na. And it's like, wait till you see what I do to Amazon. But that's coming later. Right now, the social media company that I have targeted, they took the bait. I am the most impatient, patient person you have ever seen. And it's like comparing me to Jordan Sather. Get the fuck out of here. Like, who are you? Obviously, no one important and obviously no one in the know. So let's take another step. Now, I just want to say that all these letters are going to go down today. Um, once the show is over, I'm going to post them and publish them so you guys can print them and send them or rewrite them. Make sure that even your Twitch handles. So you're going to put your, um, your Twitter, your Facebook, your um, Gmail, right? Don't forget that. Your G+. Plus. Uh, don't forget to put like, uh, you know, just your, um, you don't have to put your Gmail. You should say my Google products and you can put your main Gmail account because that would include your Google storage drive. Because if I could see their drafts, they're definitely looking at yours too. Okay. And all you have to do is one by one, put that and you're going to see any fucking data your agency has. That's mine on that. Hold on to that bitch because I'm going to need that for court. That is all you have to do. And it's pretty simple. So I want to tell you guys right now, Kiri Eleison, thank you so much for blessing the legal mind that helped craft these letters. May he bless his mind to be able to craft more of these for us that he did for all of us. Remember, every single one of them listed. No one's going to look at your letter except for you. It's personal to you. You're in the state of Idaho. You put Idaho and you put all your shit in there. Every single, even if you're not banned, put it in there. And your banned ones. And you can actually annotate. It's been banned since. And I want all of them. If you deleted your Twitch, you remember your handle, put it in there. You deleted your Twitter, put it in there. Deleted your Facebook, still put it in there. I'm telling you. Put it all in there because there's two things that can happen here. One, uh, we can obviously, the president of the United States, President Donald J. Trump, will be able to utilize that for everything. And two, well, considering the way the conversations go on Thursdays with that um, legal firm, um, which I brought Millie onto it because I wanted her onto it because, see, we're partners and partners in doing things. So I was like, hey, I didn't want to tell her because I didn't want to have any digital footprint of this. And this is why I'm not talking about it. I've only spoken it to my attorneys, which is attorney-client privilege. And um, that's privileged information that they can't use. So I have not breathed a word of this, but I can tell you ever since September 2020, I have been working on this and it was completed 
in December of 2022. And so I'm telling you, the only way to win is to have the right sound legal argument, kind of like I said, with the elections. We cannot win if we're targeting suitcases. We have to win with the law. Hence why I was focusing on the certifications. We cannot win unless we don't use the law. You know, um, <clears throat> I don't know if my my um, lawsuit at SCOTUS has been updated with the amendment that I put, but I don't think people realize just how huge that is either. Because what we're doing is President Trump should be, there should be, <laughs> I can't even say this with a straight face, but I'm going to stick with it. So I'm not painted too of a broad brush, but elections are coming and you want to make sure that if you're not by those packs, it's almost like President Trump said no more packs, right? What? Yeah. Um, and the data and the privacy, you want me to mute it? No, I want to. Oh. I want to mention something because you said something that stood out to me, and that is you taking what Trump said and turning it into a call of action for the people, and something that that kind of needs to be. How do I say this? All right, if you really think about it, who created the United States government on paper? It's very specific in its wording of the people, by, by the, the people, people for, for the, the people. people. So what does that actually mean? Because there's a huge subtlety there. Of, by, and for are the three positions of a trust, grantor, the trust, trustee, and the beneficiary. So what it is, is this government was created where the people are the grantor, granting the government its powers, the trustee being able to hold the position of government and, and benefactors as being able to receive the benefits of the government that they themselves control and created for themselves. Now, when you fully understand that, you realize the office of the presidency actually is not as powerful as a single citizen that knows how to utilize that initial trust of, for, and by because they are the of, for, and by. So when you actually look at what's going on here, by the people sending these letters out as citizens making a demand, as opposed to an agent of the citizens, aka government official, right? it actually has a significant, it has way more teeth so that what happens is, let's say Trump comes, becomes president in 2024, he's not the one initiating it. He's the one who's being told by the people to move his hand. So that's why I'm saying the people are the ones that really need to, to take control of the pen and not wait for the government to do it because they are the government. Exactly. That's what, thank you. Thank you. Now I wanted to show you guys, we're sending Elon some, some fan mail too. Feel free to send him a Christmas card and say, good job on getting all that data for your Neuralink algorithm. But would you drop the MOUs to, I'm actually going to drop him a Christmas card with my letter. So here we go. I mean, I stopped sending him Christmas cards after I got my Tesla. I, I, I should send him another one. My Christmas isn't until January, though. So here we go. Here's a Twitter one. And I'm going to read this for you guys that are listening. Mr. Elon Musk. <laughs> Dear Mr. Musk, I'm an aggrieved citizen of the United States. Yada, yada, yada. Again, I'm asking him, Twitter, pertaining to certain users, social media accounts, blah. And I'm concerned. Almost the same thing, just a little bit more tailored for Twitter. As you can see, 
Now, probably while we watch a little bit of the J6 documentary, I'll send that over to the admins of your state groups so they can start disseminating. Remember, each letter is different and individual. Remember that you're sending it to each agency and each private company too. So just remember, all of this is correct. Oh, one thing I wanted to say. We've sent it to the, we've actually put the addresses of the agencies and or companies that we uh, can find online are the accurate ones. They may be inaccurate and we might actually not have them accurately done. I think for the agencies, even though we put their name, we should be or uh, other employee in their position or I don't know. No, we'll just leave it at that. Because if it goes to the DOJ and stuff, they just funnel it through maybe like gray mail or some shit like that, right? They put it in the gray mail pile. But um, I wanted you guys to just understand, ha, 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 we got this down pack. We don't need to wait for President Trump to get into office. We don't need to wait for anyone to come to save us. We're doing the saving and it's all about timing. And when we do the saving is all about timing. You know what? Actually... I think I want to play some Christmas music. <laughs> There's this acapella guy. He does all his music by himself in all the videos. And it's Christmas because this is Christmas. This is how we give ourselves our best gift. So you know what? During this song melody, I'm going to send this stuff off to your admins right now. So this is Christmas. And what have you done? Another year over And a new one just begun And so this is Christmas I hope you have fun The near and the dear ones The old and the young Cause we Rockin' around the Christmas tree, let the Christmas spirit ring. Later we'll have some pumpkin pie and we'll do some caroling. Ding! How badass is that guy, right? So he does that all the time. He makes his own music, right? And all he does is videotape all the voices and then he puts them together. And the cool thing is you get to watch it on video. So during that break, I sent everything to your state admins who are already in their groups in Telegram discussing these things. So I'm super duper excited. By the way, thank you everyone for the rumbles. You know, you know, funny thing is, huh? when I did my locals, I was telling people how on locals, people call their credit cards and they say, oh, it's a fraudulent. I was like, no, don't unsubscribe from Skype. Just unsubscribe like you do it. Sorry, subscribe, sorry, but don't unsubscribe. And when I went, like literally, all of them. So thank you very much for those rumbles. Thank you very much for the rants. I appreciate you guys. It's all good. This, this is how we take it back. And what Gavin just clicked in his head, tell him what you said without mentioning the company. So just so you know, one of those, one of those letters has our target company, right? What did you say with them sending these letters? What does that do for them? What it does is it creates the paper trail that if Trump wins as president, he can act on. Yeah, but before that, what can they do with their letter? They're part of the class action. Remember how right. I was telling mm -hmm. you and Millie, we're going to go in because we've got the crime. Mm -hmm. And then we then the can of worms open between me and Millie. Mm -hmm. You know, she comes in from her perspective and the way she had her social media account. And then it comes in from my perspective that had the social media account. We talk about the crime that happened, which is grand larceny, right? Mm -hmm. And then 
from there, we know that other people had the same thing happen to them, the same crime, right? And it's not just the money side, but it's the data side. Exactly. And so you have to be patient sometimes. And, you know, and I, and I see all these people, some are good, some are bad, some are paid actors and that coerced a bunch of people to like sue Facebook, Twitter, YouTube, and they all failed. I mean, even Prager, you actually, the gays filed a lawsuit. Get this. I read this against YouTube and lost because YouTube was suppressing their gay side. So they were trying to use the gay pride side, mm -hmm. you know, the card gay you know how they pull cards like i'm gay i'm black i'm latino right yeah. the discrimination and they lost because they're like we're a private company we could choose whatever we want we don't have to amplify you we don't have to not shadow ban you right so now prager you has come in a couple months ago to go in they're gonna fail too right why are they gonna fail well, we discussed why they didn't have good footing you can't go up against a private company and say you're not giving me rights because in their terms and conditions, they have it in such a way. But when they violate their terms and conditions and create a crime, then what happens? Fair game. Fuck you. You see how I work? You see, guys, the the, the thing is, a writer named Matahari wrote this once. Building walls around corruption. All you have to do is use their game, their tools, and their words, and then you box them in. And then you sit and wait. Even if it hurts, you know, and that hurt because it was grand larceny. It fucking hurt, right? Yeah, we should have done a Twitch letter. I don't know. Maybe I'll ask my lawyer to make one, you know, Twitch is going to be fun, but I, I got them. You remember how the CARES Act said contractors are entitled to unemployment? Well, Twitch had me as a 1099. So thanks, CARES Act. You gave me the verbiage I needed to fuck Amazon and get back pay too. I'll be strolling in like those New York, you know, maybe then I'll have a deposit to buy here a house. <laughs> no, I, we'll see if I can. Cause I have to, I have so much shit to do. I've got so many people to sue. Uh, and which by the way, when I was on CSU site, I think I told you this on the phone too, right? Uh, who was I telling it to? I, uh, you know, I had taken my LSAT over a decade ago and I got a 173 and the mayor had encouraged me. He's like, you should go to law school. Right. CSU just got like a part-time law degree that you could do online for your first two years. But you know what? I don't have the time for that. People should just hire me as a game theory legal consultant. My ass, my bitch ass will put anybody in a box because that's what law is. It's game theory using the goalposts you got and playing within those goalposts and making sure your ball goes through and all of theirs deflect off the docks, right? That's it. They hit the top, they hit the side, they don't go in, but yours does, right? So I think I'm going to stick to that, even though it looked kind of sexy. I'm like, I don't need a degree to tell me that I'm smart. Fuck this shit. So anyway, um, today was a pretty much open whatever. But let's talk J6 because, you know, oh, I'm going to be doing the voiceover tomorrow morning, not tonight, because I want to take my cousin around, you know. Um, so excited she's here, too. Um, let, me, um, let me share this. Where's the J6 committee video? There it is. I just want to go to what they're saying because it's, you know, what's interesting is that all the news overseas. Yeah, I know. We're running. <laughs> <laughs> run, bitches, run. That's what it should be. <laughs> you should show this because uh, they need to. Because, you know, when I saw that they brought that CIA analyst guy in, right? When I saw that they brought him in and they started saying stuff, I'm like, what the heck? He's talking about the shit we had, the shit you had gotten from the sunrise. 
and then the stuff from AFL-CIO, if you dug, and I remind people AFL-CIO is the uh, union for the post office. And it shows that the election integrity project was sort of just shoestring tying them all together. And that's what we had on that whiteboard. Yes, you still have the whiteboard. Like, it was the one where yeah. Patrick Byrne was like, hey, did we sleep together? And we were like, oh, crickets. No, dude. Can we focus on the whiteboard? That was so embarrassing. You know that thing stashed away with the stickies. Every, the way it yeah, was? It was, yeah. That's best, so badass. Because it hasn't been touched with right. the yellow sticky notes and everything. Oh, that's badass. And that was the time we met Seth Keschel. And I told him, go to Alaska, didn't I? That was the day. We sat there, and I was like, you should go to Alaska. Because we're going to see like, the data why? highs. Why? And I was like, data highs. I mean, there's five people there, and they're still fucking counting. Like, forget the other one. You can explain that shit away. Go there. It's statistically impossible. And we don't even ask to ask for a warning. We have a fucking voting machine on a fucking military base. You just go in there and check. You have that right. It's on federal property. You don't have to ask permission. You could go get the router data because it's going through our lines. And they just all looked at me like, and it's like, did they do that shit on purpose? I don't know. Like sometimes, like I sit and think about it sometimes in random. I think sometimes it's not people doing this, it's collective incompetence that has the appearance. You know, collective incompetence can have the appearance of collaboration when it's just it's fucked. You know I don't what I know. mean? No, like we gave them, no, they, 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 I have a huge voice. Mine projects well, way And it's like, it. it's like in legal theory, whether can you tell gross. Can you distinguish gross negligence from willful intent? And That's it, the thing, knowingly you know, or unknowingly, mm -hmm. willingly or unwillingly. That's, right. That's the grand the question. Key I always to pose. everything in criminal court is, is intent. intent. That's why they want a confession because your confession proves intent because you initiated. Well, I'll tell statement. you something about Seth Keschel. I don't mm -hmm. think that there was intent. I think it was negligence, and that you know because he's angry at me every time he hears the word Alexa, he, he gets pissed which means he's pissed at himself, not at me. Cause I was right. He was wrong. The craziest so, thing is that as time goes on, things are actually like, holy crap. That was totally like, like it's amazing how much of the stuff that we were reporting on before mm -hmm. is just now coming out. Yep. Yeah. And now they're pretending it's news. They're pretending it's news. And you know, Patrick, Patrick, the other day, I, I spoke to him like a week and a half ago or something. He was like, you know, you were right about everything. I was like, I fucking know I was right. I wrote the damn script. Like, I, I, how do I say it? You want me to give you evidence of the script? Like, I've written the script in other languages, too. Uh, I could. I wrote it in Albanian when we fucked them. <laughs> in any, what language do you want it in? We've got it. You know, it's like, I, I you know, why would I come there? Well, why are you alive? Because I'm not like you. Like, and they just sit there and look at me. Why are you not scared? Because I'm not like you. That's all I have to say. Because people, by them, here's how they did it. And they're so fucking smart. They ruined my reputation because it's a lot easier to overtly assassinate someone, which is their character, right? It costs a lot more money to try to get rid of a dead body. That's why I said you have to have a, a good opportunity, which my surgery would be a good opportunity to take me out, right? And that's why, you know, I'm making it known that I'm having surgery so people know and they know that, hey, if something goes wrong when it's not that complicated, you know, because they're just going in to anchor me in, everybody gets organ prolapse shit done all the time, right? It's not much. Take a little bit of cadaver ligament, hook it up to the side of the abdominal wall, tie you back up. It's pretty simple. It's like simple. And it's bloodless, by the way, even though I have collected blood, it's a bloodless surgery, meaning I, I shouldn't be losing any blood, right? Because they're just moving things around and putting me in place. 
to give a rest. I think my kidneys are going to love it because they're like folded over and all fucked up. Right. So, um, I, you know, I'm putting it out there because if any attempt was made on a bloodless surgery, that would be a big problem. Right. Joan Rivers had a little bit more, she was older, she was more compromised. Right. You know, so I'm putting it out there. So they know that this isn't going to be covert. You know, you can't covert this shit. I will have people there snapping pictures of every motherfucker that goes into that room. Just live stream the door, right? Yeah. And and I was, and you know, they always videotape surgeries. So there will be that and there will be no gaps. And we've got technical people that I will get that data. Like that's the one thing I'm going to retrieve is, you know, I have my kids. They've got the document. I've got my lawyers that draft the documents of what I want prior to me going in. And a couple that I'm going to tap them for just in case. I mean, I already got my dead man switches. They all know I've got safety deposit boxes, conus o conus with shit you wouldn't even believe. They know that. I'm pretty sure they went into my safe deposit box after I showed them, look, nee, nee, nee. <laughs> and that wasn't me putting it in there. That was me taking it out of there to be like, hey, you didn't see this one. Because then when you send them on rabbit chases, they're like, wait a minute. We didn't know about that one. And it's like, yeah, bitches, you did. And not only that, <clears throat> it's really hard. Say you and me had a bank account together. Together. But we don't. But yeah, I know. But say we did. And we got a safety deposit box together. They have a warrant on me, but they don't have one on you. How are they going to get a warrant on you to be able to get in there? They can't. You see how that works? Just so people know. So, you know, you got to know the law really, really well. Yes. Yeah. You got to know the goalposts. Because the, the really weird thing is it actually goes to our benefit. The, yeah. the legal theory be behind how our laws are written is I. I oh, you were worried when I said bank account with no, no, you. No, no, no. I could have said no, with Joe because I, I, just, I just thought of what I said because you're like, shit, they're going to fucking raid me now. And it's like they already have warrants on your shit because they were going to take you off to a black site from Homeland Security and the thing through the chopper base. The, the airplane would have landed, taken you, and you would have been disappeared. And I guarantee you, they probably would have sent you to the one in Indiana because that's where we have a black site. Oh, did I let that loose? I think that's already public knowledge, so I can. Just saying. Um, but you know, so they've already, they're already watching you guys. And I'm just saying, well, no shit. Yeah, I know. And that's the thing, you know, when I see someone, someone gets online and they start talking shit about me and they're like, she's this. And it's like, yeah, you're fucking FBI. And it's like, you're going to tell <laughs> you're going to tell the FBI something about me. You, the, 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 the woman in some fucking basement that hates me for whatever reason, I irritate you because I'm a mirror for your soul, you know? You're going to tell the FBI who I am. Remember the day after Rudy was arrested, who was at his house? I was, <laughs> you don't think that they've tailed me. And it's so many times that I'm sitting in his office and we're talking and I was like, well, we're wiretapped. And he's like, eh, I think, you know, he knows and I know. And he's like, eh, and I was like, but I, I don't have anything to hide. So I don't give a shit. Right. They're watching me both good and bad. Cause they're trying to figure out who the fuck I am. Cause when you're, what is it called? A pocket asset. There's no 201s, no two, nothing. And so they're like, where is this person? Who did this? And it's like, bitches, John Brennan was running your CIA. Ask George Tenet where he put all his hip pocket fucking blackmail shit. That's who they should be targeting. They should be all up into George Tenet's asshole. You'll find a shit ton of, I guarantee you'll find some of the people from J6 in those files. And it's like, Tori, you shouldn't be saying that. I'm just alleging like if, if, if I was former CIA director, Right? And I had, you know, pocket assets that had no paperwork and they had a barrage of intel and they did a lot of shit for me, right? Both American and non-American, right? I would fucking hold that shit somewhere. 
And you know, I think Tenet had like this place in Nevada, close to Reno, if I'm not mistaken, almost like that lady, she was telling us, who was the lady that did the disguise that said that there's a place in Nevada that has no, I mean, people don't pay attention anymore. That had no, you know, where she was talking about the disguise. She's like, oh, we're just going to be a place where there's no internet, you know, for 90 miles somewhere in Nevada. And it's like, dude, she was telling the world, like, that's where you need to look. And it's like everyone's sitting there. Wow, look at all the cool masks. And she totally, like, in the 80s, totally hoodwinked George Bush Sr. with her mask. And it's like, so if she hoodwinked him in the 80s, what do you think they're doing now? I'm just saying, what do you think they're doing now? If she hoodwinked <laughs> Anyway, I can't. I can't. Let's go into J6 where they're running, literally, away from the law. Literally, we were, we're running away, away, away. Wait, hold on. Let's go to where they. Are. Oh, here he goes. He's like such a dinosaur. It's sometimes like they he feels are. like he's like a wind up thing. You remember in the olden times where they had these dogs <laughs> they, where they, they bring them out from the Smithsonian? <laughs> no, like Woody. Didn't he? What was the wind up doll in that movie yeah. Toy Story where you would wind him up and he would talk? Watch how he starts. It, it sounds like the wind is unwinding. Yeah, it's unwinding. You know where you wind it up to where it's tight and then it starts to... Mm, yeah, that's how he sounds when he starts talking. Let's go. 